Welcome to the Random Access Nonsense Podcast. Welcome back to the Random Access Nonsense. Your full access to all the nonsense, the most podcastiest podcast around. I am your host, John. Are you going to call me a co-host? Because you got so upset that I called you co-host. <laughs> and here time. is my co-host, <laughs> the see, Mexican, I, John. I, I take no offense to it. I don't see it as <laughs> you are superior when you say you made it sound that I you were more. So you did sound. you you made it sound like that that had nothing to do with me. Your insecurities do not project them onto me. Hello, randos. <laughs> <laughs> did you forget about that? We actually, I you didn't, did. but I could. Uh, I couldn't remember what we called them. That, so randos. That is how little you love our listeners. You forgot. That they're called randos. So you are a horrible. I, that, uh, honestly, a horrible I don't mother. remember half the shit we talked about in our last episode. That was our best episode. It really was. It, 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 it ranked it like was number great. one. It ranked like number one in our numbers. Like the most people listen to that one. Oh, there you go. We had a blast doing it. It was our first kind of really far out on location one. Uh, Danny Shaka was amazing. I had a blast fucking zombie dave i got his name right this time <laughs> uh, no i edited out yeah, the part you fucked right. up everybody i i said his name wrong and luckily <laughs> thanks to the magic of editing you're welcome <laughs> and michael <laughs> were able to correct it but i had a blast i thought even though i was nervous and it was our first celebrity interview slash podcast it i thought we did good i i thought we did really good but michael do you have a we're getting back, back, back. Yes, the, we are the, going back to the original. To the formula. original. Yes. So random story time. Michael, you go first. So there's a few things that's happened this week. Actually, you know, I'm going to go a little further back. All right. Um, you know, obviously we got hit with really bad fires recently. Yeah, we were like Southern California was the pit of hell for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we had one is. in Oddwild, um, Orange County. Lake Elsinore, Palm Desert. So that was pretty hectic. And even today, uh, today is 827. There's a, that fire, the Holy Fire, started again in almost the same exact spot. It's like going the opposite way now. Well, you can't kill it because it's holy. <laughs> the only way they can put it out is with holy water. Right. Um, a big death in the music community. All right, what do you uh, mean? Miss Aretha Franklin has passed uh, away. Ah, yes, Aretha Franklin. I don't even know how old she was. I just, yeah. I want to say she was in her 80s. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, who isn't a fan of Aretha Franklin? I mean, you. I don't think you could be alive in America and not know who Aretha <laughs> Franklin... I mean, unless you were born in the last 10 years. 10, I mean, I'll, I'll push it back. Well, not even that. I mean, music as a whole, you really have to... I mean, know where the roots of, you know, all music came from. And she created a lot. Yeah, that's a soulful. Yeah. You know, I mean, back to the roots of R&B and doing it right, you know. So, you know, that's it is. That's a huge loss. I, I will, I, like, 
we keep calling ourselves and everything, but Aretha Franklin I, for me was like that was part of my formative years in music when I was a little kid. Like yeah. I can remember, and this is way back in the day when you would listen to like our parents listening to oldies. Yeah, oldies and oldies yeah. would be on the radio, mm-hmm. like ninety nine point nine Cola or one hundred one point one K Earth. Like they would play oldies stuff from the fifties yeah. and the sixties and seventies, and Even still to this day I listen to it. Yeah, I wish they would still play it. Like, you really don't even have that option anymore. You know what? Music, unless it's, like, pop culture, like, today, you really don't hear a lot. Like, you don't hear metal on the radio anymore. Or, you know, certain rock bands that we listened to growing up. Even, like, the the not-so-heavy ones, like Chevelle and... Yeah. Um... God, I don't even know who else. Well, it's it. This is like a whole thing, and you know what? Fuck it. I always say it's a whole episode. Oh, screw it. I'm gonna get into it right now. I don't care if it's our <laughs> intro. I'm gonna get into it. I mean, the reason being, it's the same reason that all of these morning talk shows started to go away. I mean, we used to have so many morning talk shows that were like really good. I used to listen to Mark and Brian. Oh, every day, all the fucking time, yep. almost every freaking day. When I was out in San Diego, uh, there was the the morning show, the Mikey the mikey show and then that went off and then it was uh the show which sucked after that but there was like a few other shows in san diego county that i used to listen to when i was out that way mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they one by one they start going yeah. away they start going away even um oh, what's the one on uh 96 7 i think it's still kind of a show oh Stu, tiffany and jimbo yeah uh, it's been so long. I already forgot the name of the show, but like that. But I, I know what you're talking about. There was this huge decline, and I mean, it's all because these big corporations are buying out all the record or all the radio stations. Yeah. And so like iHeartRadio owns like I would probably say like at least eighty percent of mm-hmm. all of the radio stations. So it doesn't matter if you're listening to, you know top 40 radio if you're listening to a hip-hop station or you're listening to a classic rock like anything you're listening to on the radio is being delivered by iHeartRadio, whatever they want you to yeah. listen to and then of course they always got to put in their freaking little uh oh you know come to our iHeartRadio festival and yeah. this this and that and it's like oh man it's like so none cool. of the bands that we listen to are there no and like <laughs> you don't have like well you know it, it sucks that i mean it used to be free to listen to the music that we listen to. I mean, mm-hmm. you used to be able to listen to Corn on the radio, Slipknot, um, you know, even like Megadeth and stuff like that on the radio. Yep. Now you basically have to pay to listen to this stuff. You know, you Whoa. have to. I mean, if you're doing it legally. Yeah, and and unfortunately, the whole metal thing just it's never gotten its proper due on the radio. Yeah. I mean, well, now it doesn't even exist anymore. But when uh, x1039 they used to have that what it was like at 10 or 10 or 12 midnight on weekends they would do the metal hour i think where it was like a whole hour of just oh, yeah. straight metal music oh it was like nine to ten or yeah something, something like, that, like yeah. that and then they also had um i mean even going back oh lunch hour tool yeah back in the day i'm like i'm talking way back in the day now like when i was not even a teenager i don't think um you would be able to listen to like k-rock at this odd hours and they would p- play like just the dj would just be like you know what i like this band i want everybody to listen to this band and that's mm-hmm. how you would discover music is like people the djs would just play it you can't do that anymore like you know there was a slipknot song that was on like their um like untitled album or something like that or no it was on their like best hits where nobody ever heard it but God, now i can't even think what the hell. it was actually x one of 3.9's last song that they ever played 
And they really weren't supposed to play because the who were they? They were by or done by um, Roadrunner, right? Yes. So Roadrunner basically said you guys could play these songs on the radio. Yeah, that's and they were basically like, "Fuck you! This is an awesome song." Turned out that that song became like their number one hit. See, like, yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. Now it's like it's a catalog that's already been prepaid for. Mm -hmm. Of if you really think about it, because I I drive for a living, you drive for a living. Mm We've listened to the radio for like, you know, you're driving, listening to radio for hours on end and we're enough to where you start to see the like where they start playing the same things over yeah. and over again, the patterns. It's usually on like what, maybe like a two to three hour loop and then they mm. start playing the same music. So it really only is like maybe a couple hundred songs that they're really playing on the radio over and over and over again. I remember back in the day, you used to be able to call in yep. and say, can you play this song? And, you know, you'd wait, 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 and then, boom, your song came on. Yeah, um, well, I've heard a couple where they kind of still do it, but it's so, like, uh, it almost sounds staged. Like, if someone calls in and they say, I want to hear this Foo Fighter song, mm-hmm. it's like, of course, it's one of the Foo Fighter songs that are always on the radio. You don't have somebody call in and say, hey, can you play this Foo Fighter song? And now, it's like that one... song? I got another confession or something. Or conf- uh, I don't even know what the fucking song's called. But it's usually like a song that's already on the radio. It's not something that's super rare, like a song you would only listen to if you had that album. You know, if you can memorize a song (laughs) in like a week, not even a week. (laughs) I've like I'm telling you, there's certain bands I can't listen to anymore. Not because they're bad. It's just because I've heard them so much on Mm -hmm. the radio. So like for me, like. Sublime. Sublime's one of those bands. Like they're not a bad band. I like Sublime, yeah. but I can't listen to them anymore because I've heard Sublime a thousand times. That's like me and Nirvana. Oh, Nirvana I, I can't too. listen to Nirvana anymore. And it's not that I don't like Nirvana. I like Nirvana. It those were that was one of the bands that mm-hmm. was part of my formative years when I was getting into metal and grunge and punk yeah. and everything. But I've heard those songs a bajillion times, and so I just can't listen to it yeah. anymore. And then, you know, both of those bands, those are really a couple of the first songs you kind of learn on guitar and drums and stuff because they're just so easy. Well, because it's the songs that everybody wants to play because you hear them all the time. And then one more thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. We're already (laughs) at 10 minutes. opinions. (laughs) And then John McCain passed away yesterday, Uh, or a day before yesterday, actually. And then, of course, there was kind of that you know, head butting between him and Trump the entire time. So, of course, Trump didn't want to fly the flag half staff on the White House. <sighs> like, <laughs> that's where we are now in politics. It's like, no, that guy's a dick. Fuck him. Everything. <laughs> now, it's like, even to the point now where a person's life and a person's life coming to an end is politicized. Like, yeah. what the hell? Like, okay. But come on. I, but it, it's it, Trump. It's Trump. And this is the era <laughs> that we are in now. We're in that, you know, environment now. Like, that's how people are now in yeah. politics. It's tribalism has come, gotten to this point where it's just completely insane. But, but John McCain, like, really, like, okay, you know, he's a Republican. I really don't swing that way when it comes to politics. I tend to be a little more left leaning. But John McCain was always one of those guys. And I don't know if it's just because he's been 
in politics for so long that I respect him. And I feel that he comes from a generation that is, that kind of has that mentality of like, we may not agree, but it's our job to find a common ground and make things work the best that we can, you know, bipartisanship. Mm-hmm. Like, like, when I think of John McCain, I, okay, of course, near the end, you know, he did the whole Sarah Palin thing, and now you're like, what the fuck, John McCain? But up until that point, he was very much, like, all about bipartisanship and working across the aisle and trying to make government work. Of course, like everybody else, he had some of his, like, shitty out there ideas, but I always respected him as a politician because he didn't do things that, like, Trump did. Like, the biggest thing that I will always remember was when he was running against Obama and he did that like town hall thing and the lady like everybody was talking shit on Obama and he kept like having to defend Obama yeah. and then the lady comes up and like says oh well he's a Muslim and he like pulls away the microphone and he's like no 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 you know you don't have to be afraid he's a good decent man you know he's a good politician we just have some differing ideas on some of our policies but he's an American. Like he, like that's what I'm talking about. We don't have that anymore. And like the people that are like that on both sides, like I won't, I'm not going to just call out conservatives, but on both sides, they are so stuck in this tribalism where it's like if they don't agree with me, I'm not even going to have a conversation with them. And like that's not how it works. And to, you, like a person's life, he's if anything. Like, John McCain should be looked at as, like, a true American. He's a veteran. He was a POW. You know, went into politics, tried to make things better, help pass laws and everything. Like, that's the kind of person that we should be... That's the kind of person that we should be idolizing as an mm-hmm. American. And for to fucking be like, oh, we're not going to do half step. Like, really? <laughs> then who are we going to do it for? Yeah. Like... Oh, it's, oh, I'm getting so mad. I'm getting heated. I'm getting hot under the collar, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you have for us, oh, John? Man, see, I got all worked up. You know what? You do that to yourself. I do it all the time. And I, and I'm not even going to get off topic of being like back to funniness. I'm going on another serious topic with my random story. Oh, Jesus. Yes, I know. We'll, we'll get funny after. <laughs> okay. Because okay. I, I got some stuff to talk about. So this is a big one for me. Oh, come on. No. Um, I'm a big, big person when it comes to mental health Mm -hmm. and we lost yet another person in the music industry to suicide. So this was back, uh, I think this was August 14th. Yeah. August 14th, the lead singer of the band Huntress, which I wasn't a, a big fan of Huntress. I knew of them. I've heard a couple of their songs, uh, so, I mean, they weren't big, but they were known in the metal community. But the lead singer of Huntress, Jill Janis, uh, August 14th, committed suicide. And it kind of opened up. Uh, I forget who else was it, but there's another musician in the metal community. And she started this campaign, which was hashtag raise your horns. And it was just kind of to spread mental health awareness because how like how many musicians are are doing this it's kind of like almost like an epidemic yeah and i don't understand like how this is still happening like is is it because like health like and or they just don't talk about it so people that are suffering 
from like depression and being suicidal feel like they have nowhere to go like that's it sucks that's super sad and i mean anybody listening like just know if you're going through anything like hard times you're you know suffering from depression you know if you're on antidepressants and all that kind of stuff just know that like there's places you can go there's people you can call there's the suicide hotline you know what? And I'll actually add the link to the yeah, and to I mean the, it's a toll free um, number, info. and it's completely anonymous. Uh, the only thing is, like, if they think that you're gonna actually harm yourself, they'll try to get you to call nine one one. And if that's the case too, you know, worst case scenario, call nine one one. Because I've been there. I've actually called the suicide hotline before. The lady that I talked to, all they do is they talk to you. They don't really ask for your information or anything. They just kind of ask how you're doing and, you know, what's going on. And they calm you down. And then I've been there where I've called 911 before. And the sh- wholeheartedly thank you to the Riverside County Sheriff's Department because the sheriff deputy that came out was so helpful because I was under the impression, because most people are, like, you, we don't talk about it enough so, like, people don't know. I assumed that it would be, you know, like a 5150 mm-hmm. type of thing. You know, you call 911, cop comes out, they put you in handcuffs, they take you to a place, they lock you up, and they put you in a padded room, and you sit there for 72 hours. But that wasn't the case at all. Like, the sheriff's deputy comes out, he talks to you, calms you down, tells you what your options are. You know, there's mental, the kind of like urgent care mental health facilities that you can go to for 24 hours and you get to talk to a therapist a psychologist like everything there's so many options out there not including friends and family who you know it it seems i don't know like for me it was you kind of feel like you're embarrassed yeah and you don't want to like burden them but you don't have to be embarrassed like that was the biggest thing i learned was like when you call people, they care about you and they yeah. want to help you. They because most of the time, most of those people don't know that you're struggling. And another thing, I think a lot of people think that they could just deal with it on their own. Yeah, and they really can't. And it's just basically digging the hole deeper and deeper to the point where, fuck, I can't get out. Yeah, and it a hundred percent like that feeling of hopelessness and just not having. Feeling like you can't do it. Like, this is, I'm not going to be able to achieve anything. I'm not going to be able to mm-hmm. win against this. Or being in a room full of people and yeah. still feel alone. And yeah. then the, the worst thing is, and like in this case, because people were saying about her, people were saying it about um, Chester from Lincoln Park. They were even saying about like Robin Williams. Like, they seem fine. Yeah. They seem happy. And they, there's nobody knew that they were at that point. And be, going through like that high functioning depression that's like the most dangerous form of it yeah and and the only thing i could say to people that if you think you know you have a family member or a friend or a coworker that you think might be going through it just talk to them you know it might be awkward maybe you're wrong but if you're right and they're going through something and they feel embarrassed or they just don't think they can talk to anybody about it and you go and you talk to them about it you could save a life like you a hundred percent could like we really need to get past this like this epidemic because i was looking at numbers and i believe it was the um it was released from the oh, fuck i don't even know what you call it anymore the world health organization there you go the world health organization for 2016 put out their numbers and it was something crazy like so yeah, in 2018, they reported that I think it was 
over 800,000 people that year in the world committed suicide. That number is staggering. They were saying you have to put it in perspective that year, more people committed suicide than people that died in conflicts, wars like that. Kind of, like it's crazy. So uh, like that's right now. That's like my my whole thing is like mental health. Like we really need to, to push it. I'm fine talking about me going through it because if me talking about it can help somebody who doesn't feel like they can't talk about it, mm-hmm. you know, makes them think like, you know what, maybe I can. And I've already had a couple of people because I restarted my personal Instagram and all of it's just about positivity, positivity with my kids and everything. And, you know, how I'm kind of trying to get over the divorce and everything and just dealing with depression. And I've had like a handful, maybe like two or three people reach out to me complete strangers i have no idea who these people are they just you know i'll hashtag something you know like hashtag motivation hashtag surviving depression i've had like two or three people reach out and they tell me like thank you so much for just putting that out there because it was something i really needed to read at the moment and i'm like it it, it you get the sensation of just like holy crap like i i had no idea that i was actually going to help anybody I, I, I was being selfish about it because when I'm posting it, I'm doing it for me. Yeah. To make me feel better. And just to know that it, two or three, uh, it was three people got something out of it is freaking amazing. So that's all I had to go with that one. So now we get funny again, Michael. <laughs> we get so serious uh, sometimes, but you know what? Yeah. You get no, it going. But, you know, some points were made that needed to be made. Exactly. And you know, that's just not like depression and stuff like that. Like, some real, you know, big topics right now, like um, Alzheimer's is at an all-time high, and a lot of people don't know about, you know. So if, well, like Alzheimer's too, kind of falls into the whole mental health thing. Like people, yeah, don't that's wanna, what like, I'm saying. They don't want to know about it. Almost like they yeah. don't. I don't see it, then it's not a problem. Exactly. I don't got to worry about it. And it's like those are the things you have to worry about the most. Is the mm-hmm. things you can't see. Like, yeah, somebody has cancer or something. They start going through chemo. I mean, there's little things that you can see when people are having some sort of, like, physical ailment. Yeah. But when it's mental, it, you can't really see it. Like, if you just see a picture of somebody, I mean, I can now because I've been through it. And so I know what to look for in yeah. somebody. But, like, somebody that is completely oblivious to it, they wouldn't even know. And that's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah. Like, whenever this happens, you always get the family members and the friend. Oh, we had no idea. We had no idea. Well, when you go through that kind of thing and you feel like you're hopeless and that you don't, you're embarrassed to talk to people, you, you become, and I, from experience, you become very good at just playing the part of, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. And then you put on the mask and then when no one's around, you take the mask off and you're just like, oh my God, how yeah. am I going to even do this tomorrow? So, yeah. It's yeah, just, been there. Ah, uh, yeah. We need so. to really step it up on yeah health kind of in the past now so yeah i mean but for me it's like yeah it's in the past and everything but it, if i can help people but yeah if i can help people with my story and what i've been through because i'm still going through it like i won't tell people like oh i'm cured i'm no longer depressed like it's a long battle people i'm not gonna lie to you it's a long hard battle that i'm still going through mm-hmm. but all i can tell people is you know once you find the right mix of things things that like because i won't tell people oh you have to do this or you have to do that you have to find what works for you you know whether it be 
antidepressants, whether it be therapy or anything like that. You need to figure it out. But once you figure it out, it gets better. Like it does get better. It gets more manageable and you have support systems available. And that's my biggest thing is there's support systems out there for everybody. So don't be afraid to take advantage of those support systems. All I got to say about that. What's next, Michael? (laughs) I want to talk a little bit about cars. Ooh, I have little to no knowledge in this part. So go right ahead. (laughs) you, You know this part. Okay. You know, if you do, you know, the maintenance on your car and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know, it should run perfectly fine. But you having a car for so long, things tend to break and you have to replace this and you have to replace that. Yep. Wear and and I'm pretty sure a lot of people who are listeners can kind of relate to it. But when a shitload of things <laughs> happen <laughs> all at the same time. So th- this is why... why why I want to talk about it. I want to start doing mods to my car. Yeah. I have a 2009 Mazda 3. And, you know, I'm you know looking at parts and thinking, oh, gee, yeah, I'm going to get this and this and this. But then now my shocks are starting to leak. And my motor mounts are starting to go bad. And... Jeez. You know, it, it kind of always works out that way where, you know, you're kind of moving forward and then now you have to take 10 steps back because this fucked up and mm-hmm. this messed up. So all in all, right now, like even a few months ago, my car, uh, somebody tried to break into my car yep, and they broke the door handle off the car. So I replaced that and in the process, I replaced the driver's side. And then my air conditioner stopped working, mm-hmm. which we mentioned in the last episode yep. why John had to drive his car. So now, uh, first it was the AC clutch. It started to work a little bit. And now it just doesn't work at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I'm probably going to have to buy a new pump. And in the process, I have to buy a, a an expansion, um, I'm going to call it chamber. Mm-hmm. Um just everything like all the mods that i want to do to my car like i want to do you know coilovers you know i want to lower the car like an inch and a half in the front and then an inch and an eighth in the back um i gotta get my windows tinted and stuff like that but now i can't because i have to buy all this stuff that actually needs to work on the car sucks maybe it's a sign from the gods the old and the new <laughs> that you just shouldn't be doing mods to your car because watch you're gonna you're gonna fix everything that needs to be fixed and then you're gonna start doing the mods and as soon as you start doing the mods something else is gonna break and then blow the engine up and then the, and now i gotta get a new engine now i gotta just basically get a new car <laughs> my car's on fire <laughs> now my car's on fire god, god forbid knock on wood oh, I know. Yeah, well, I, all i wanted to do is put more leds in <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah no i yeah totally get that that sucks well you want to do a couple mods to your I car do. Too, i don't want to go too much into it just because i'm not that guy i'm not the car guy i would i mean would it be fucking awesome to soup up i don't know how far i could soup up my fucking ford focus hatchback but if i could get it to the point where i could be in the head turners and i could party with aaron <laughs> shout out to red demon Coming back on the podcast eventually, still got to schedule that out. 
But yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. But I just I don't have the money for that. Like I remember talking to you can get a like a what do they call them an eBay turbo kit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know if I'd want to do that. Like right now, all I want to do a hundred percent is change out the front grill. It's because I don't like the one that's on it, and mm-hmm. I like the honeycomb look better. It just looks meaner. It looks more aggressive. I want to do the upgrade to the audio system. Not that it's bad. I actually I like the audio system that's in there, but it could be better. And given the thing that like I listen to music in the car a lot, especially when we go on drives to like San Luis and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like I like to listen to music in the car. So if I want to do that, I might as well make it sound really good. And then I would really like to actually get new rims for it. Oh, there you yeah, go. Because I don't like the rims on the car either. Really? Like, Not even you would paint them? No, I just don't like the design of the ones that are on there right now, the ones that came stock. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're alloy rims. Like, it's cool and all, but I don't like She gets them, like, drift rims. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, but that's basically it. I think I would go from there. Of course, to get the windows tinted. I just never did it. Just because I felt like it wasn't my car for the longest time, but like fuck it now, it's my car, so I might as well have it be the way I want it to be. Still gotta replace the fucking windshield, and still gotta get the front end aligned because it's not perfect. It's close. I got it pretty close. You got it pretty close. It was fucked. Oh, it was fucked (laughs) up when you replaced that tie rod. I was like, oh my god, that thing was almost bent at a ninety, dude. Well. She hit a horse. That wasn't me. <laughs> she, she, she hit a horse. <laughs> she, Look at know. its horse. I have no idea what she hit, but whatever she, she hit. She had to hit a curb, dude, and she fucking lied about it. Okay, well. That's either here nor there. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> It wasn't me. That's all it was. It wasn't me. And, I and you know what? That's another thing I want to say or commemorate. commemorate. The people who fucking wrap cars, dude. Oh, yeah. So... Last week, John and I tried to wrap my roof on my car, and it started off good, but then it was just like, it was horrible. It was very, very difficult. Like two hours in, and we're like, fuck this, and ripped it off. $60 of vinyl wrap. Hell, I would have kept going, but yeah, after a few hours, it was just kind of like, oh man, this is just... A lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> it was just becoming very, like, you would get part of it done. And you're like, oh, we got this part done. And then you start doing the other side. And you're like, fuck, but to make this perfect, now I got to pull up the side that I just did. <laughs> yeah. And you just have to start all over again. Ugh. It was so bad. But. Yeah, we'll get it next time. I got to buy a new uh, roll. What else, Michael? What else you got? That was pretty much it that I have. Do you have anything? I got my adventures. Oh, you know what? Yes. I went on some adventures. Um, I mean, they're kind of like recommendations, too, I guess. Uh, I wanted to... Talk into the mic. Oh, I had to turn for a second. Sorry. Fucking Mr. Perfect over here. All right. My mic follows me. Can I talk? Go. Are are you going to rudely interrupt? Are you going to go? Yes. So, um, I wanted to... Give this place a nice little shout out uh, just because it was on a whim. I had to get the kids some, some very a small amount of school clothes like before they started school a few weeks ago. And I was in Marietta, California. I always forget to remind people that we're in California. 
Uh, so Marietta, California, little pizza place called Mama Rose's Pizzeria. It's off of Marietta Hot Springs, and I don't remember the that street that um, Toys R Us used to be on. I don't remember the name of it. Oh, Marietta, Ulta Marietta. Ulta Marietta, apparently. I don't. That could be right. Actually, I have the address right here. So. <laughs> it's Ulta Marietta. No, it isn't actually. It's four zero four seven seven Marietta Hot Springs Road. Oh, I guess it's still considered Marietta Hot Springs weird. Road. That is weird. But it's in the little shopping complex, like mm-hmm. a little bit down from where Toys R Us used to be because they don't exist anymore. Right, kind of almost right next door to the Five and Under or Five Below oh, store. F- uh, yeah, Five Below. It's right there. But we went in there. Uh, it's a s- little small place. Uh, the one owner was the only guy there. So he was doing everything. He was taking orders. He was cooking everything, you know, busting the tables. Shout out to that guy. That guy was on it on it and pizza was good i was very surprised but yeah the pizza was really good <laughs> uh it was really fresh tasting um you nothing seemed like it was like frozen or anything so and like i think adam ordered the meat lovers pizza it was fucking delicious like i usually don't like it i only had one slice because the kids freaking devoured that shit like it was crazy but it was really good i liked it normal price nothing like it wasn't cheap it wasn't too expensive kind of middle ground so i if you're in the area some nice fresh good pizza definitely check it out mama Orosa's pizzeria don't know why i said it with the spanish accent. i was gonna say arosas <laughs> mama bread mama, arroz a, oh wait mama no rice. rice mama rice there you go and it's a pizza place out of all things next place i wanted to to shout out i uh, went to this place uh last week last week last week yes aftershock brewery in temecula never had been went out there with some friends and really good beer i was very surprised at the quality of beer uh usually if i go to a place it's like oh uh you know they try to name off like oh hints of this or whatever of that like you know but yeah, so like uh, other places where they say like a uh, uh, toasted this aroma or, you know, they, they always throw out the shit things that it's supposed to taste like. Yeah. I never taste it. It's always just kind of like, you know, it's hoppier and less hoppy, you know, maybe some smoky elements that I can get out. But this was the one place that listed the things that it's supposed to taste like. And I was like, oh, I actually taste those attributes. But yeah. The great beer. You say but yeah a lot. I do. I say but a lot. Stop Big calling ones. me out when I'm trying to say. I'm in the middle of my thought. Damn it, Michael. You yeah. are a thought. <laughs> you, are, you got me all <laughs> flustered. Good beer. Aftershock. Intimecula. And let me look at my notes because I took some notes as I was drinking beer. Once I uh, can get in here. I'll hold on one. Minuten. Michael, what's a Minuten? It's a mini newt. <laughs> it's a mini newt in German. <laughs> but, so Aftershock. I said, but again, damn it. Aftershock. They're having their six-year anniversary coming up. So they're going to have some special events stuff going on, including they're going to have Mariposa Ice Cream show up to do uh, ice cream beer floats. Are they from Mariposa? 
I have no idea. Hmm. All the guy told me is that they're having Mariposa ice cream come out. Apparently, it's really good ice cream that's going to be served on top of really good beer. Tuesdays is Crowler Tuesday. I believe they have $5 Crowlers. And then Wednesday, I have half price. I don't know what's half price, but something's half price. (laughs) So it's definitely worth checking it out. You can't go wrong, right? Goddamn your something is your horrible price. note-taking. <laughs> I was drinking, okay? <laughs> so I at least wrote it down. Something is going to be half off. Right. On a Wednesday at Aftershock Brewery in And, you know, I, this weekend I went to Venice, which I hadn't been to Venice in years. We technically drove by it when we went we, to the last podcast. Yeah. I forgot how fucking ghetto it is. I've never been to Venice. Really? And I can already know that it's like I just know. <laughs> it could, I see like the you know, videos. there's just so many you know homeless people and stuff like that. Yeah, you feel sorry for them, but I mean, it gets to the point where they're kind of pushy. Yep. To ask you know for money and stuff, or there, there's this guy who randomly walked up to me. And you know they they you know hand out CDs and stuff like that. Yeah. And I already know their their game, so I was like, no, thank you, no, thank you. And he was like, oh, you know, it's a gift, it's a gift. No, thank you, no, thank you. And he was like, oh, it's a gift. And I was like, okay, well, how much? <laughs> just to be, you know, oh, it's free. You know, just a donation. I said, well, I don't have any money, man. So then I started walking away. He's like, oh, you know, even a dollar would help. It's like, I don't have a dollar. You can keep your gift. And then walked off. (laughs) See, that's that's why I would draw the line. Right. It's like you're forcing me to buy your shit CD. You know what? It's almost like, and I'm sorry to people out there that are hearing impaired, like those freaking people that come into the restaurants when you're trying to eat and they put like the little pins or something down and you read the little note and it says I'm deaf and yeah. can you buy I'm like what no don't give me the note and then I'll tell you if I want your pin don't just give me the pin like it's mine and then oh no I have to pay for this now then don't freaking put it on the table so I'm gonna call you out on something oh, okay. right now go ahead you just apologize to hearing impaired people <laughs> who are listening <laughs> <laughs> listening to a podcast they could have congratulations they could have somebody listening and And they're signing to them them. (laughs) so fuck that guy they don't have to sound like oh god i'm going to hell you are going to hell oh my god but yes i was also in l.a this last weekend fucking stalker hey i didn't even know you were out there we have separate we, lives we you know? could have like met we up could have met up but there was probably something that would have been in between us but that's our, boners. Our, our boners our boners <laughs> would be in between us and it was a family day i wanted to go out with the kids yeah it was you know technically the celebration for my birthday for all our listeners out there my birthday is august 29th wednesday, wednesday. Boom, what are you gonna be 60 i'm gonna be 22 <laughs> i wish somewhere along the somewhere, lines of somewhere in the frame like the between. so once you hit 30 or 25 you started counting down 
No, 28. No, once, once you get to 25, you no longer start counting. You just say, I'm in a range between 20 and 40. <laughs> <laughs> I'm within that range. So right now, I'm within that range between 20 and 40. And you can use your imagination. <laughs> but yeah, I was out there with the kids just having a nice day. We went to LACMA, the Los Angeles County Museum of Art, and it was amazing. The kids loved it. We saw... Uh, like a Monet painting that was worth $50 million. We saw an Andy Warhol that was worth $11 million. Kids were blown away that these paintings are just there that you could, if you wanted to, touch them, but you'll get in trouble. But <laughs> they're right there. Damn, I said butt again. I do say butt a lot. Told you. It's because I like butts. Big one. Big one. Ooh, that's another good movie. I haven't seen Cable Man in a long Or Cable Guy in a Cable long time. Cable Guy. Cable Guy. <laughs> Cable oh. Guy. Oh, my God. Now I want to see Cable Guy. Oh, my God. So we went to LACMA. Then we went to the Liberated Tar Pits, which I had never been to, surprisingly. Kids also had a blast there. If you haven't been to Liberated Tar Pits, oh, it's expensive. I'm not going to lie. It was a little pricey to get in, but it's definitely worth it. Of course, every time when I walk by the, the large tar lake, I believe they call it, the biggest tar pit out of all of them, of course... I always get reminded of Last Action Hero. Yes. Where Arnold Schwarzenegger goes drives and, a Bronco <laughs> yeah, into it. And he freaking <laughs> comes out and he wipes himself off with just a little one tiny, paper towel. <laughs> one paper towel. <laughs> but we went there and then we went to Amoeba Music, which was packed. I love Amoeba. Which it's cool. Like Amoeba's cool and it's so overwhelming. It's just, but you have to go, like, you have to go there at least once because it's amazing. And we went to a little pizza place off to the side. Uh, it was called Stella Barra Pizzeria, I remembered. And the pizza was good. It wasn't great. It was really good. Very thin, almost like cracker-like crust, which I liked. I, I really liked it. I don't like thin crust to the point where I, it's like cracker. I do. This one, I don't know what it was. It just it worked for it. And <laughs> it was a little, little awkward that... Uh, the kids were saying that the waitress was like totally kind of like hitting on me. <laughs> so uh, she wants the D, man. I, I I asked the kids. I'm like, should I? Should I hit on her back? And my kids are like, no, we're embarrassed. You're gonna embarrass or, us. What 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 was the comment Adam said? Oh, I just want to have a nice family day. <laughs> <laughs> but she was very flirty, you know. It, I will have to say thank her because she. She brought. She didn't have to, and this is like it's. You can tell it's a little upscale. It's really not like a you know run of the mill family restaurant. It was a little upscale, and she brought me the little birthday cookie with the candle and everything, which I'm pretty sure they don't do very often. And it was sweet. It was a sweet gesture, and I enjoyed it. It meant a lot. After that, hung out with Alex. Alex is coming back on the podcast next. No, next next week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Alex is going to come back on. So get ready for uh, more Star Wars talk, and then you know what? It'll finally be time for our epic time travel discussion. <laughs> if John I'm going to John Bravo, the fight might happen. So get ready. I'm going to record it for two weeks. If it, the fight if goes, GoPro to, is going to be set. The GoPro up. will be set. We'll go live on Instagram, and we will see. <laughs> we'll do it live. Who's going to win the fight? <laughs> Me or Alex? I still got my money on Alex. I'm, that's fine. 
you know what? Everybody put their money on Alex because for the one or two people that put their money on me, you're going to win lots of money when I win that fight. What, are you going to cheat? No. I'm a good fighter, Michael. I <laughs> you cannot say that with a straight face. Oh, my gosh. That was that was good. That was mm. really, really good. Nice. So, you know what? We we got to do a trip to Venice one day when there's not so many. I mean, there's always weirdos out there. Yeah. But, like, as the sun's starting to come down, you get more of the homeless, just Freak, bummy people out there. Out. Yeah. Freaks come the freaks out come out at night, at night. Uh-huh. and I wear freaks. my sunglasses at night. Freaks come out at night. Who okay. wear sunglasses? And we wear sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Mixing two different songs here, right? But there's a cafe out there in Venice. Um, it's called the Sidewalk Cafe and Bar. Ooh. We ended up eating there, and it's really good. Like the perfect burger, like the Ooh. perfect bacon cheeseburger ever. Ooh. Their pizza is really good too. See, now I gotta go. They got a full-on bar, like a huge bar. You had me at bacon cheeseburger. And bear. And bear. <laughs> and a bear. <laughs> and There's bears. There. There's bears yeah. and burgers. I have a lisp, okay? I, I, I meant to say beer. Oh, okay. Well, Actually, we will, I said bar. We will definitely have to go and check that out. I would, like, I, nothing, I'm not opposed to going to Venice, so yeah, I would love to go check that out. What are you talking about? You hate homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. I don't hate homeless people. I just dislike them. I just like to murder them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sidewalk, cafe, and bar. For everybody, I don't like murdering homeless people. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> there is an outstanding missing pers- missing persons of homeless people out here, John. What do you have to say about that? I feel sorry for the families of the homeless people. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Well, they don't have You're a fucking murderer, goddammit. <laughs> uh, okay, well. Allegedly. Allegedly. I feel that this episode has Run. pretty much come to an end. Well, let me uh, let me do a couple little shout-out kind of things. Um, I promised I would do this for our last guest, Danny Shaka. Uh, she's promoting a, a T-shirt where all proceeds go to the rain foundation and if you don't know what the rain foundation is it's the rape abuse and incest national network so they're set up to kind of be there as a support group for people dealing with sexual assault and stuff like that but you can go to danny shaka's instagram page which is d b s c i a c c a she has a link on there uh, it's teespring.com forward slash good dash girls dash d-o-n dash t dash beg and it'll send you to a link and you can purchase a t-shirt or sticker and the design is it just says good girls don't beg and has like a little ball gag and all proceeds go to the rain foundation so if you want to check that out if you don't want the shirt you can also get stickers and once again, all proceeds go to the Rain Foundation. So go check it out. Uh, what else? Real quick musical uh, uh, recommendation. Fuck, I couldn't remember. <laughs> musical recommendation. New. Fuck, I gotta, I, I'm not prepared, Michael. You rushed me. I'm you sorry. You me. are editing this one. This is ridiculous. I, don't care. I like letting all of these little things so people know that we're human. Mm-hmm. That we. Are we? Yeah. <laughs> 
that's debatable. <laughs> Depending on who we're talking to. But music <laughs> recommendation. Leon Bridges' new album, Good Thing, is really, really good. Good. Back to the kind of soulful R&B thing. Kind of updates from his last album where he did more of like a 60s Motown. Now he's kind of almost like in a 70s kind of funk, soul funk sound. I love it. Great album. Highly recommend it. So not part of the metal thing or anything even close to it. But definitely worth checking out. Good music is good music. Leon Bridges, good things. Michael, anything from you? Not really. I got nothing. I really haven't. It's been such a long week with my fucking car. Now the, now even the battery's going bad. <sighs> so I really haven't done anything. Just work on my car and smoke crack. So your recommendation would be... Don't, don't buy a car, car buy a motorcycle. <laughs> buy a crotch rocket. Or a crotch rocket Ooh. or a Harley. Mm. Or a chopper. That's no, so definitely not a chopper, no. <laughs> what is it, year 2003? No, it'd probably be a Harley. No crotch rocket? Nah. Because mm. I feel that I would kill myself. <laughs> oh my God. I would. Hands down, I'd end up fucking killing myself and then i'd go all out i'd get all the mods on it yeah and then i'd have to buy the you know plate armor and stuff like that well because only fucking idiots go out there without plate armor oh you see them all the time yeah so exactly yeah and I, I mean it, always it wanna... will save your life uh-huh it really will i mean we break should... plate armor instead of breaking bones you know let's get aaron back on the podcast you can tell his story again <laughs> so you can know exactly what happens when you get into an accident well if that's it yeah, that's it. Until next time, randos, I am John. I am Miguel. And Michael, strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Rufus! <laughs>